0: Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk, July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk, Step It. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So, download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just Real Talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, the talk is about to get real. Cancer has touched our team, so we're going to talk about it, how we're supporting one another through this diagnosis, and how important and relevant the WW Pillars are in the midst of a health crisis. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hello there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Erin. I'm Candace. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, it is so, so good to see the three of us together. Yay. makes me so happy, yes. <laughs> and we just want to welcome anybody who is new to Real WW Talk. We are so glad you are here. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a different episode than it, what it usually is. We're going to catch you up on some life things that are happening right now, but I hope that you will, um, you'll stick with us tonight. Um, so Candace one, it is awesome to have you back because we've been uh, missing you for, what, the past two weeks or so, yeah. um, and you've had a lot that's been going on yeah. in your world. Yes a lot has been going on. So first off, nice to see you
1: guys. I missed you, but it is good to be back. Uh, last week, uh, I think I would you all heard that I had taken off, but I wanted to give you all a little bit of information about why that is and what's coming in my world in the next few weeks, months, um, So you may recall, for those who have been following us for a while, that I lost a baby. I lost my baby earlier this year, um, and that was a very hard thing, and a lot of the community was there for me, and I'm so appreciative for that. And uh, during that time, I didn't know that God was preparing me for a second kind of challenge that has recently come up. Um, I noticed when I was pregnant that I had a lump in my breast. And you hear all the things, you see the things that say, feel your boobies, ladies, even men. Um, And if you see something, say something. So I said to my doctor that uh, I felt the lump and they thought that it was related to my pregnancy. They thought that I had um, milk coming in as I was preparing for the baby um, because I lost the baby in the second trimester. And long story short, um, I persisted, told my doctors, it just doesn't feel like it's going away and I'd really like to have it imaged because I was so young. They didn't want to image me, but they said, we're going to go ahead and do it because you want us to do it and we'll go ahead. And it turned out to be cancer. So I have never thought that I'd be the one to, to actually come on and say it. I've seen other warriors and other people who have breast cancer, but I have breast cancer. Um, And I was like, well, 2022, here we go. Like I thought the biggest journey of my life was losing the baby, but Mm -hmm. actually um, now I'm in a whole new fight. Now, now, as we breathe and everyone has their jaw on the floor or whatever you're doing to respond to it. The good news is that my prognosis is very good because I caught it relatively early. I am stage two um, with But because I'm so young and I do not have a family history of breast cancer, this is not something that was ever expected. My mom doesn't struggle with it, grandmother, nothing like that. They want to be a bit aggressive with how they're going to treat it. So you're going to get to see me going through all of the lovely stages of breast cancer that I never, ever wanted to go through in my life. We're talking possibly chemo. That's very likely surgery um, and then some radiation to go ahead and end it. And then I'll be on the other side of it, but it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rough couple of, of months, and I am scared to death, to be honest. This is this is something I shared with the ladies, the moment that I found out. And in true Aaron and Ricky fashion, they came over with something lovely to eat. I don't even know what it was. I still f- keep forgetting what we it was. We had
2: those acai bowls, Acai, it, acai it was, bowls. Yeah,
1: and Monday um,
2: we- Dropped everything,
1: right? And we prayed together. We um, mm-hmm. we cried together. Um, we asked uh, we asked for guidance for myself, and um, that's kind of where I am. So I know that's a lot talking, a lot, but that's my news. Um,
0: and yeah, mm-hmm. so I think um, well, a couple things, is that I'm just you know I'm so in awe of you, and so proud of you, and so uh inspired by is you know you're you're pregnant and they're telling you it's it's a clogged milk duck and you're like mm, okay it could be but i'm just going to keep on it and you kept on it and then you went back and where other times we've gone okay we'll just listen to the doctor you went i don't think that's right and i want this you advocated for yourself and you advocated for your health yes. and to me also just one of the coolest things was they did the mammogram, they did the ultrasound and they did the biopsy all in one morning. Like it was a triggered chain of events that happened in one day. Like that never happens. To me that was just God orchestrating all of that for you cuz I've n- never seen that. It literally was I called
1: my do- my doctor on Friday and said we did a virtual visit because she was booked. She's very very popular. They were like we order. I just need her to do the order. Mm-hmm. And I got on that appointment 7 a.m. Like you said, Aaron, on Monday, I was at the imaging center, heard the news, got the biopsy. I mean, did the ultrasound, got the biopsy. But can I tell you that I really, it can it's like a PTSD thing, guys. Like to see doctors come into the office now for anything and anytime mm-hmm. I do a test. And I'm about to have to do a lot of tests. I mean- mm-hmm. It is, it is hard because I don't like doctors' faces anymore. And the only good thing is that I am willing to tell them. I'm like, you all scare the mess out of me. Every time I see you, you all are delivering news. Because something else I don't know if you all know, go ahead and add on to this. I was diagnosed with MS in 2008. So some of you all may not know that I also have a multiple sclerosis diagnosis. But the good news there is that I've been asymptomatic since diagnosis. And um, that's been a that was a faith journey that I kind of knew Aaron and Ricky then, but they were kind of like uh, I was twenty. Think, imagine being twenty five and being told, "Oh well, you know, you got this MS diagnosis, and I don't know where your life is going to go."
0: And um, I think you were like Julie or um, you know Charisse <laughs> or something like that back then. I you was
1: the <laughs> right? Yeah, Nicole. Nicole. Right. I'm going to say Karen, you know, because Karen is always associated with stuff. So that was, (laughs) that was another journey that started, um, you know, that was a big test of my faith because multiple sclerosis on its own (laughs) is like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: wow. Um, And I was able to, there's no cure for MS. So I'm not, there's, I, I will never say, I'm not saying I'm cured, but I'm asymptomatic and have been for almost now, what is 2008 to 2022, do the math. Whatever that yeah, is.
0: What 14 years? There you
1: mm-hmm. go. I haven't had it's a sleep. Like so so that is is a blessing. But now what it has reminded me for this journey is that stress is no good because mm-hmm. stress, I cannot process it. And mm-hmm. even with sharing tonight and sharing with friends and family, you know, you hear the C word. No, yeah. and it is just in and of itself, you go to like St. Jude commercials and people in that like you just, your mind goes to this. Yeah. I am going to die. And for mm-hmm. some, my heart is very tender. That may be the way that theirs, unfortunately goes, especially certain types of cancers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned a lot in the weeks since diagnosis about prognosis and, and what that means and how it's so individual. Um, but it is a scary scary
2: thing, something mm-hmm. you never want to be associated with you. Can I say something though about you, Candice? And I feel like this is something that we've noticed and appreciated about you over the past year with everything you've gone through is that you have been incredibly resilient and it, and this is going to sound like deja vu, but you have, despite what's going on in your life, you have said, "I'm not going to let food control me," and that is the growth that I've seen in you um, throughout these this past couple of years. You're, I have seen you in these past couple of weeks make food choices that help you, that help your health, that build up your your health and your immunity, and just making those choices because it's so easy, especially for for people. Like us who deal with food, you know, dependency and addiction, and with you know, emotional eating. I think it's so easy to say, well, you know, let me throw throw out the baby with the bathwater. Let me just just eat whatever I want. I, you know, I, I let me throw a pity party for myself, and Richie, you know, I didn't I'm sorry. That. That's just so major. What you're saying, like
1: that is that is maybe one of the other reasons why I felt. That God put it on my heart to share this because mm-hmm. the moment I got my diagnosis, as a lover of cupcakes, okay, I mean, like every week struggle, you heard me talking. The switch was just, mm-hmm. I mean, I have been so, and I hesitate to share, like, I've lost this much weight mm-hmm. since the diagnosis because initially, you know, you don't want to eat anything because you're just like in shock. But then, You become. I I have been eating, but my eating has been very focused on things that whole eat to live, not live to eat. Like all of that makes sense now. I'm not tempted by Mm -hmm. things that I was tempted by because I'm trying to fuel my body to prepare for this fight that I'm about to have to get to the other side of this. So every time mm-hmm. I approach a decision, my exercise for people who are on Peloton, y'all are probably looking like, gosh, she is just going for it. I, 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 all of my excuses are gone because they must be. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, dis- the only thing I'm disappointed about, and I want every person who hears my voice to hear me. You do not have to wait until a diagnosis of cancer or diabetes or of anything that is, to do that but if sometimes we do wait for that we're very reactionary
2: mm-hmm. and
1: do your body a favor and not wait until that time because if there's anything that i i don't there's guilt sometimes that i have to fight about mm. did I cause this? Is this something that I and I know that that's a trick. I know that's not true, and that's something you that saw was, me
0: instantly. Yeah, I, was I like, know. I, didn't I didn't do. Know. I was like, Aaron's getting ready to jump up. Here. You didn't do it,
1: but it's something that many people who I've now talked yeah. to because now I'm part of this community. Someone called me their breasty, which is like a whole new thing. Like <laughs> you're like, oh, you're my breast friend, and I'm like, oh, ha ha, get it, get it. <laughs> got it. Um, but you, it's the guilt. You're trying to figure out why is this happening? Right. What did I do wrong? You took my baby and now I have to go through a cancer battle. Um, and this hair that for those who are watching on YouTube or on a Facebook group, I've always had very long thick hair. And if I have to go through chemotherapy, which is looking very likely that I will, I'm going to lose my hair or I'm going to have it significantly reduced because I sure as heck going to try this thing called a cold cap to try to keep some because just go ahead and try it. right? But I, I have to d- grapple with self-esteem and things that were my identity are part of mm. my identity that mm. I'm going to be losing. Um, so you see me smiling and talking about it, but this has been been tears and days and nights of just trying to grapple with even getting to this point. And this, and it's been two weeks.
0: It's been two it's, weeks. It's been two <laughs> weeks on the dot. And honestly, honestly, hearing hearing you right now, and already the progress that you've made into where you are right now, like I, I really don't think people understand. No. Truthfully, I, I'll just say that I don't. I don't think anyone can truly comprehend what you've been through in the past two weeks, unless mm-hmm. you've lived it yourself. You understand. But to have gone through where we were two Monday nights ago, sitting in your garage, um, praying and like lamenting together, right? And you undergoing those next rounds of scans and meeting with your 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 breast cancer teams, like interviewing breast cancer teams, like this has been a fast pace. There's the business side of your brain. That's like, okay, we've got to tackle these things. Right. And then there is now the emotional side, because at some point we will find ways to busy ourselves so that we don't have to think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's usually in the evening. It's in the moments of quiet. It's in the shower where those thoughts just wash over you. And it's Mm -hmm. all of the questions of why, why me? Why now? Why this? Why Why after
2: everything you've gone through?
1: Right. I looked at God and said, but for like, I mean, I trust you, but it's just like, if you trust me, I don't understand what I did to make you think that I was this strong. Like I, that was more (laughs) my, like, you know, I, maybe, you know, something I don't, but I don't quite think that, you know, who you picked for this battle because you could have picked anybody and I don't wish it on anyone, but like, you know, the baby was enough and everyone, you know, like I said, everyone's trying to make sense of it. So you have to be careful. I have had to be careful with the fact that even with sharing here, I don't, people sometimes are very well intentioned with what they say, but it's not a productive statement. And one that can make your mind go like, well, maybe you lost, maybe the baby was sent. You lost the baby so that you could find the cancer. I don't know. That might be true, Mm -hmm. but that's hurtful here in my heart, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So having to know that I have to go through this journey and there's going to be some people who um, just don't know what to say and that's Mm -hmm. okay. And there's going to be days where, like Aaron said, the utter despair that I had like two weeks ago, I mean- I could not, I couldn't breathe. Like it was just, this is a dream. Like this cannot be happening right now. This is a joke. And having to say, it's just not a joke. Mm -hmm. This is something that I'm going to have to walk through. And that's a daily thing for me, even now, because I don't know what I'm going to be feeling when I start the next phases. I know that there's a lot that's going to change. And I have fear, but I'm choosing faith over that because I have to. And I feel like there's purpose in this. And even if it's just to tell everybody who's listening right now, please, please don't run away from your health. Please don't, please <laughs> let whatever you feel about what you may know about me, the little bit that you know, or don't be a motivator to say, this is important for me. Don't r- I don't run for your doctor's appointments. Don't run from information, run towards it. Because I think that's what saved my life and is going to save my life is the fact that I didn't hide from feedback and Mm -hmm. I didn't hide from even the guilt I felt because the guilt can keep you hiding. Well, I don't Mm want to see the doctor because, you know, I'm overweight and they're going to be like, well, this is this. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You must go. You must do those things. And not everybody is, is your it's more than likely that you're not going to go to your doctor and get a cancer diagnosis, but
2: this is just my journey. But them. you know what? It, it reminds me, Candice, you know, I've had different um, I don't want to say scares, but like borderline diabetes diagnoses where I've been um, pre-diabetic and then I've, you know, gotten scared and gone back down. And then getting that positive news has almost been like a scapegoat for me to say, okay, well, I, I I won. I did it. So let me go back to eating those cupcakes and the chips and whatever it is, fast food, and not really changing my habits in a sustainable way. So, you know, I've been inspired in the past two weeks by you to say, you know, what you've been, exactly what you've been saying. Don't run away from it. Don't yeah. wait until you have this, you know, permanent diagnosis that can change things change trajectories change your life so much so i'm i'm inspired by that and i think a lot of people are going to be inspired by what you're sharing
0: let's take a quick break hey quick question for you are you someone who wants to be fit healthy and happy
1: And if that's why I have to go through it because I joked with Aaron and Ricky and said, you know, what is the thing that that God, if God were to tell me why He is having me go through this, and if He were to say, oh, it's just because you're going to meet that this, this one person's going to hear your story, and they're going to change their lifestyle and they're going to prevent this for themselves, would you still do it? Mm-hmm. If you knew that it was only to help somebody else. Now, if I'm honest, I probably would be like God. I I I would prefer not to, um, but I pray and wish them well. Um, but I do get motivated. It does help me find purpose in the pain that's coming, because it is not going to be easy. I'm not. I I I know that. Um, but to know that maybe somebody else can hear it, and whether that's you, Ricky, or you, Aaron, or anybody who's listening, to say this made me and encouraged me to to take my health more seriously because you really become very aware of your own mortality and how finite things are and what matters. All of the stuff that was so important just is not when you hear the words and they're directed at you and they give you the tissue that I have right here. You know, they give you the tissue and they, they, they rub your shoulders and they go, gosh, it's just, I'm so sorry. Um, and the power of words, that's the other thing too. The power of positivity and the power of positivity isn't lying and saying that everything is okay all the time. I'm mm-hmm. learning that positivity is do I choose, Aaron said it best, like, do I choose, is this a life giving thought mm-hmm. or is this one that is taking me to a negative space? Um, and what do I choose in this moment? Mm-hmm. So I'm learning that I'm not, I haven't mastered that yet. So, mm-hmm. you know. I'm going to need a lot of help on the journey. I'm going to need a village. I'm going to need support. And it ties into WW. Like it's, it's almost surprisingly, you may say, well, is WW built for people who have cancer or is it like, that's a completely different thing. I think it absolutely is because WW is built on mindset Mm -hmm. Um, It's well, not built on it. It was initially weight loss, Um, but they've really kind of looked at the holistic, the whole person. So a lot of the lessons that you're learning about how to stay in the moment and mindfulness and projection and all of that is very relevant to the things that I'm going to be facing Mm -hmm. and how I make choices, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Candice, what are some of the choices that you've already started making and that you're already committed to as you go through this process in terms of maybe some of like the WW pillars and, and food along with it?
1: Before my cancer diagnosis, I barely got veggie points. Okay. I didn't. And, and now it is so important for me to make sure that my plates are colorful that I am. And, and my excuses, if you go back and listen to the episodes, like I don't like zucchini. I don't like this. I'm like, whatever it is. Does it sound like it's good? Does it sound like it makes you healthy? Please give it to me. I'll eat it. I don't even care if it tastes nasty. Oh, you don't need to, I don't want, I have no, my requirement with food is not that it tastes good or and I know that sounds horrible too, because you can make veggies taste good, but that's not my mm-hmm. motivation. My motivation mm-hmm. is, is this healthy for my body? Is this mm-hmm. going to help me be the strongest that I can be as I go mm-hmm. through this fight? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen a change in that. I am getting so many of the veggie points. My exercise is just consistent because it's important to move my body, my cardiovascular. I get on the bike. I, get my, I have gotten 10,000 steps every day, and I'm not even in a step bed. And I just <laughs> wow. every single day get 10,000 steps. And I've also seen changes in my family. My husband immediately changed his diet because he said, we're doing mm-hmm. this together. Which is big ups to David. Um, if y'all ever see him, give him a high five because he has shown true. I feel not alone in this. Um, my husband has been amazing. That will make me cry, but I'm not going to do that right now. Um, so those are, the I'd say, the biggest things. Like, I've been going to the meeting. Like, some people would say, someone was like, you're at a WW meeting? Because I told my WW uh, members at my meeting on Saturday. And they're like, you're here? Yes. I need WW as much as WW may or may not need me. I need some level of consistency with accountability. Mm-hmm. Because there's, a, there's another thing that I've learned that was very disappointing to learn. I'm just gonna interject a little humor because I one thing I did get inappropriately excited about was like if I have to go through chemo, at least I'm gonna lose weight because I'll be so sick. (laughs) Guys, from what I hear, that is not true because you got steroids and all this other stuff that they're giving you to try to like help the symptoms. So that made me very upset because I'm like, the least you could do is let me get to goal as like a part of this, so that. (laughs) Like you're gonna you're gonna take my hair you're gonna do this, let me get to goal and they're like oh no you're gonna have chemo belly and like you're gonna be puffy and then you're gonna have I was like that just seems like another another that's thing.
0: unfair it's just that's unfair just, it
1: right. should be that if you're gonna be really sick that right. you're gonna be like thin right <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, I had, because that really hurt my feelings. That was the one side effect I was looking forward to because they were like, nausea, this, they're like, no, the steroids, girl, they're going to make you plumpy. Don't worry.
0: Oh my gosh. But you know, it's fake, it's water weight. And even as you're still going through that, what I, what I'm hearing from you is that complete mindset change that uh, food is nourishment and It is an opportunity for us to nourish our body so it can go do good things. And it's in, it's so fascinating to me as well just to hear that change in the the vegetables and the things that you're choosing because they're anti-inflammatory because they are plumping up the cells because it's doing all of those things to help now just fight this cancer that's in you. You're already working on the nutrition. And that's one of the greatest forms of medicine that we have Mm
2: -hmm. is the
0: food that we eat. And I imagine too, for you, like you've probably cut out all sugar Right.
1: Yeah. All sugar. It doesn't help me right now. Right. And that's my goal is for me to help myself, you know, like because I'm like I, I, you know, there's people who follow just alternative when fighting this battle. Some people go west, you know, do the traditional thing that I'm doing. Some people do a combination. I'm kind of like centrist. I'm a combination. I feel Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I will do what my doctors say. But I also will do things that I feel help me additionally in the battle. I'm going to drink my water, which I hear is going to be very important with chemo, staying hydrated. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat my fruits and vegetables and I'm going to change my diet and I'm going to move as much as I can for when I can. Because there's another side to this. And that's the other thing. Like When you get to the other side, WW for me is still important because that's still a lifestyle. Like I still have to be within parameters, right? Um, right. Although I still I, I don't identify anymore with the mindset of binging or anything mm-hmm. like it's just all gone. And that in and of itself is a is a bit of a blessing because I I used to just really lament and just be all about the food and how to not. And now I just I sat in the meeting and I was like hearing the people talk. And I was like that person who's like, I don't get it anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's weird. Maybe it'll come back. I hope not. But yeah. I, I can't identify with that I, I think what it's doing, though, is it's showing, you know, one of the things I think even just this past weekend's uh, WW conversation within the meetings, right, was about the, the focus on food and how, we, how to remove the focus on food. And mm-hmm. what you're showing to me is that you have a reason that is greater than food right now. Mm-hmm. And you're using food um, to heal your body. Instead mm-hmm. of food being this pleasure thing, instead of food being an addiction thing, food is now 100 squarely put in the, in the space that you'll hear me often talk about, like I'm always fighting for, is that food is nutrition for my body. Mm-hmm. If hunger isn't the problem, food isn't the solution. Yeah, And it's choosing how we're going to fuel ourselves through through that f- food. Um, and you're fueling yourself. You're fueling yourself through the food. You're fueling yourself through the activity. You are making, you're front loading right now. You're making yourself as strong and as healthy as you can before that next step. And you are giving yourself every opportunity to succeed and
2: to win. Yeah.
0: And you don't and have you- to have a cancer diagnosis to do that.
2: And I think your why is is incredibly like it's been I don't think it's any like you've always wanted to have a full life and have your your families, your why all those things. So I think it's not necessarily that the why is changed, but it's solidified by thinking this this C word, this this cancer is something that we a lot of times have identified uh, as, you know, making us think about our mortality. So I think it strengthens the why and has made it for you so much more obvious that it's important to to fuel your body instead of just having these frivolous, impulsive or our moments of, of treating yourself that doesn't exist anymore because it's not a treat. It's, it's feeding the, the negative and the, the, the unhealthy mm-hmm. habits. Perfectly stated. Again,
1: when I think about is this kind of like I'm talking about with my thoughts, right? Is this a life giving thought or is this a negative thought or a life taking thought? Is this a life giving choice with my food or is this one that is this one that's going to help me on my journey and help me on my journey to wellness after this? Because there's another side. I just need to keep saying yeah. that. Yeah, there is another side. It's very important that everyone hear me with this. Mm-hmm. There is another side to this for me. Yes. <laughs> I have to get there, but I get there by continuing to do things that fuel me to do that,
2: mm-hmm. whether
1: that be being compliant with the medication schedule or what my doctors say or feeding myself with the nutrition, f- nutritious foods or moving my body. That is what I do to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I have the choices to have things and not every time I, I my goal is not perfection. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm never going to have like uh, some ice cream or a cupcake. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is, is that more often than not, I'm not going to because Mm -hmm. it's just more often than not. It's just not a choice for me and my body that keeps me in that wellness longevity that I want for myself and my family. So that seems like, again, brand new Candice, but Cancer will do that to you Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) and you don't need that diagnosis. Like I keep saying for it to be that for you, but Ricky, to your point, that why, that why being so strong, it's like, I thought that I would say my son, I was like, Isaiah is my why to be a healthy mommy is my why. But then it's like, no, wait a second. (laughs) Like really, I want my son to have a mom who's here. And not just here, but like here, because the energy that I feel right now with these choices, that's what I'm sad about is like right now, I feel so healthy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. so good because of the choices I've been making in the movement. I have breath. I am breathing going up the stairs. I mean, because of my consistency. And it makes me a little sad that for a period of time, that's going to be challenged because It has to be to get me to the
0: other side. Mm -hmm. Um, But you also said, you said two key words there uh, for a period of time, Yeah, Mm -hmm. for a period of time. And I know you, and I know that for that period of time, even though you may not, right, we don't know what's going to happen. So we can't even project or forecast that. But Mm -hmm. I know that for that period of time, rest is still as vital as being on the Peloton, Yeah. Right. mm -hmm. Resting doesn't mean you're doing nothing. It actually means you're, you're fighting. You're helping your body in the middle of these times repair and grow. Those cells are, are working. And so I know you and I know that even in the midst of this, you'll be doing what you can, even if it means going, I am choosing right now. My exercise is going to be rest and my exercise is going to be peaceful thoughts right now. Mm -hmm. My exercise is to work on my breathing because when my blood pressure is up, when my stress levels are up, I'm increasing the inflammation in my body and my body needs as little of that as possible. That's going to be exercise for you.
1: And Erin, I didn't even know how important that was like in the power of, again, going back to WW. They have meditation they talk about. It's like all those things Mm -hmm. that you kind of put off because you're like focused on, I just want to see the number go down each week. I want to see point two, point this, this, this. That's a part of it, sure. Mm -hmm. But for me, when I saw how my body was reacting to the news, like I told you, I have the additional incentive to not have stress because I have another diagnosis that feeds off of stress in a negative way. But I was seeing that, my, what Aaron said, my blood pressure was going up when I was talking to the doctors. And I'll tell you a little funny story. I think when I went to one of the cancer teams I was was researching, they gave you a thermometer and it was like a little picture. And they were like, on a scale of one to 10, what is your stress level? So of course, me being extra, I got out the black pen and I was like, 10, (laughs) like, you know. And so in runs the social worker, hi. Hi there. So we noticed on your scale that you put a 10. Did you want to tell us a little bit about why? So I got diagnosed with cancer, um, breast cancer. Oh, are, is your home safe? Are you feeling okay? Like, no, it's literally just that I got diagnosed with cancer at 38. Like that was just it. But that's, that's why I'm stressed. Yeah. Cause your blood pressure is just, you know, just anytime you need anything, just give us a call. I said, you know, so, I had, they thought that my husband was hitting me and that was why I must be stressed. Not that I'm sitting in the hospital talking to the cancer team about being diagnosed with breast cancer. So
0: I lost my baby a month and a half ago I and now my- I've got breast cancer. Oh, and by the way, I also have MS sitting in the back of my brain, but it's okay. I'm good.
1: But I tell you how I, I mean, I bring that up to everybody. Like, I, I don't know why I feel like if I tell everybody my story, they'll be nicer to me. Like, I'm like, I just want to let you know I lost a baby in February and now I'm sitting here. And then also in 2008, I was diagnosed with MS. It's very sad. Be nice to me. Please give me all the drugs. Um, so I definitely have a lot to put there. But anyway, um, it's it, but the point that you're making, Aaron, is very true with the mindset and the meditation and the fact that all of that plays in because I've gotten through and was able to bring my blood pressure down wow. and to make through breathing, the little thing, saying, paying attention to my breath and emoting and talking to people and not just keeping it in and putting on the happy face. Cause that was the other thing I was trying to do too. I was trying to be brave because I know that everyone's scared for me. I'm scared too. I mean, I, this is a scary thing, but I, I have faith. And I also know that meditation, breathing, all the choices, it all works together. Mm-hmm. to get you to the place. And that's for everybody. Um, so whatever your, why is the, this weight loss journey that you're on? Cause most of us come to WW to lose weight. You're going to find at some point, it really isn't about the weight. It's about the totality of your health, like and who you mm-hmm. want to become after this, because the weight is just a symptom you know, and you can control that with the food choices, but you're going to naturally want to
0: do that when you make this about your wellness and not about the scale. That goes back to some of the things we've been talking about and go back to our our atomic habits book. What's the identity that I'm taking on through this journey. Mm -hmm. And when we start crafting and really examining who is it that I want to be, why am I choosing to lose the weight? Am I just choosing to lose the weight or, or is it because I want to I want to be this different person. And if we start if we come at it from I don't, it's not that I don't want I'm not going to eat the cupcake or, you know, pizza or whatever, you know, that trigger food is, but I, this is the identity of who I am and who I want to be. And that's not going to get me there. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously. And for Candace, your identity is um, I'm going to be healthy and whole this time next year. And your identity is that. And you can even say right now, my identity is I'm a healthy and a whole person this time next year. And as I'm journeying through here, this is just not serving my journey to get to this spot.
1: I used to run from the word healthy. I mean, that would, God brought that to my memory where I was like, if something was labeled healthy, I was like, that means it's nasty. Well, that doesn't seem like I'm sure I don't want that. Who wants Mm. anything that's healthy? That means no salt, no sugar, nothing on it. No salt, no sugar, no fat, no good. (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, that sounds like a wonderful choice. That probably is something that's going to feed (laughs) me and help me up towards my goals. I want that. So does that mean
0: mean, you're going to try a chickpea burger with me? I
1: sure am. And don't care. (laughs) Bring it. I don't care. Like I told David, I was like, we need to get more. If you saw a refrigerator now versus three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody came in here and it was just like the changes. And that's why I know there's purpose in it. And then I'll get off of it. The changes that have happened in just the past two weeks would blow your mind. Like if Mm -hmm. I went through everything, I'm talking about healed relationships. I'm talking about, it's just like, it's kind of scary where you're like, whoa, whoa, Mm -hmm. I still don't want this but I see a lot of purpose in this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I know that there's another side to it because you can't give me all this and there's not a testimony. <laughs> the testimony has to I mean, that's, that wouldn't be right. So I already have it. And the, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. I am down a lot, but I'm more consistent and my attitude mm-hmm. shows it. So. Yeah.
0: well, Well, um, I'm just, um, I'm so grateful that you made the decision to share with us Um, and allow us to, to be in and to support you and our real WW talk community to be able to share with them as well. And Mm -hmm. that you're going to continue to share as you go along the journey. Um, Some weeks you may be here, some weeks you may not be. And, and it may be that nothing is wrong. It's just Candace has made the decision this week. I need some quiet and I need some space. Mm -hmm. And it just happens to be the only time I'm going to find it is, is at this time. So Um, so we respect and we support you a hundred percent of the way, whatever decision, you know, you need to make as you go through this process. Um, there is no right way. There is no wrong way. And we are fluid and adaptable because it's the only way that you can be in something like this. But so I will
1: say I want extraness in terms of my physical. So like, <laughs> even if you don't like, if I have a wig on and you don't like it, I want the comments to be like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. <laughs> if I draw my eyebrows in, because I hear you lose the eyebrows and it's crooked, just like, girl, you look great. You that brow is giving it. me a little that extra, brow, extra you today. <laughs> I need that, okay? Because <laughs> this is going <laughs> to... I am, yeah. I, I'm not even a person does eyebrows. And Ricky's like, I'll do your eyebrows, good,
2: because I don't yes. want to do them. All right, I'll come over Monday afternoons. We'll do. We'll have the makeup. Or session. if I put a scarf
1: on and I have the same scarf on every real WW talk. Hey, girls, see that scarf again? Looks great. Yes. okay <laughs> oh, I gotta find a humor in it some way
0: listen you know when it comes to fashion i am a hundred percent out but i am willing to be your cheering squad every all day long <laughs> that's all,
1: that's all I need and apparently I hear I might get free breast surgery out of it so you know oh that's right. the other piece. everyone loves to say that and they're like but of course us me and my breasties like to tell people that it's not free what we're having to go through no, is not free but free. It comes you know, at video, I like, You're going to get a free breast lift. I was like, "What <laughs> makes you think I want a breast lift? Why?" What, what are they to say? But,
0: yeah. Uh, well, thank <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Um, and we just want to encourage too, if, as part of the Real WW Talk community, um, to send Candice your well wishes and your your any positive thoughts that you want to send your way. I'm just going to ask you one thing though. If you have someone who has died of breast cancer, if you have someone who is on a really hard journey with it, respectfully, we don't want to hear it. We'd love for you to keep that to yourself. Um, And uh, even, you know, Candace's journey is Candace's journey. And I'll probably, I'll leave that to Candace, but my thought would be, even if you have, you know, toad of wart and other suggestions of things to take, maybe just not send that right now um, because she's, she is working with her healthcare providers. Um, and there, it's an amazing team. And I know that she's, you know, she's plugged in with it. I think probably in Candice, if you want to just go ahead and speak to this Actually, I won't even say it. What is the best way that we as a community can support you
1: right now? So positive vibes are what I need right now. Um, I understand. Uh, Aaron kind of did say it perfectly. I, I know that everybody has a journey. Everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who used this thing and used that thing. Um, I appreciate it, but it is a lot right now. I'm already dealing with um, a lot of suggestions coming at me. So if you could just pray for me, um, be positive with me, uh, and understand, you know, give me some grace as I'm walking through this. Um, because like you said, sometimes I'll be here, sometimes I won't, but that's a part of me having to take care of myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but this
1: community means so much to me. Um, it's, and I love hearing from you guys. You all were so supportive when I lost the baby. So the way that you all did it there was right on. So just a little bit more of that. And I, and and just follow along with me and. If you the best thing you can do for me today is if you're a female or a male, feel your boobies tonight. And if you feel something that makes you go, huh, don't automatically think it's cancer, but do talk to somebody. And, mm-hmm. and and that would make me feel like there's some purpose in this. So the more that I hear that you all are making positive changes, share that with the community. I want to hear how maybe hearing what's going on with me maybe inspired you to do something better for yourself um and whether that be that you ate an apple or some zucchini or a chickpea burger which I'm going to claim is good um that would make me feel really really good as I'm going through my hard days
0: well and you know what we may have to do maybe a once a month check or something like that you know we've got our uh you know our Saturday check-ins uh water challenges and maybe we'll Mm -hmm. just do did you feel your boobies this weekend we have yes. to find like a fun name or something like that. For.
1: I need a song. Yeah. I got to find, I'm sure, I'm sure there's so many, if we're breasties, if, if they have breasties, oh, yes. there's something that I can just put up there that they created. So,
0: well, look, we already know October, we're going to be doing a 5k. So are we ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, it's always, it's wonderful spending time with each of you and Candace, just thank you for your openness and your transparency mm-hmm. and bringing, bringing us in the community into how we can love you and support you as you go through this. Thank you all for being there. Thank you. All right. Love you. Bye.